This is Madeline. And this is Cami. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 31. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. And today we have a very special treat for you. We have an awesome guest who's going to share her incredible insights in the world of Instagram. That's right. This is part of our series of how to grow and monetize by providing huge value to your online community. Subi Zimmerman is an insightful, energetic, and in-demand social media educator, speaker, and business coach. Sue's blog was ranked as one of the top 10 social media blogs in 2017 by Social Media Examiner. She is also one of the most popular creative live instructors and has been named by Huffington Post as one of the top 50 must-follow women entrepreneurs. Sue B is driven to help business owners leverage the power of Instagram to meet and exceed their business goals. As a lifelong entrepreneur, and I think Kimmy and I can both relate to that because we're the exact same way, she has over 30 years of business experience and with her extensive knowledge and implementation of social media is Sue's B mission to teach, mentor, and empower others. We are so excited to have you, Sue, with us today to talk about Instagram. Me too. And I love how you guys like do the duo on that because that isn't easy. <laughs> we're pretty good at it. We've had lots of practice and we're just, we're just good like that. I think we, we have are. good synergy. I like it. Good I synergy. Like it. Well, Sue, welcome to our podcast, Communities That Converse. We are thrilled to have you with us here today, and we've got some questions for you. Yeah, yeah. bring it. Great. So obviously, Instagram is your jam. Okay, so I wonder why you chose it as your go-to marketing tool of choice. Well, the word community in your podcast title is really what sets me on fire when I choose that social platform, which is Instagram, but it was born out of organic growth from a small business that I had on Cape Cod, which I think all your listeners should understand. I didn't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to be the Instagram expert today. I actually used it in my store to grow an authentic community around the products that I was selling. Now I'm serving that I was selling and which were basically nautical vibe accessories, jewelry, clothing, and the like. And I used all social media back then, but I specifically focused on Instagram because my kids were on it. My teenagers were on it at the time. And I just knew I should go where they're going because they set the trends. And I just loved it for so many reasons. I am a visual person. I am artistic. I am creative. And I love connecting with others and really growing an authentic community 
And there is no other platform, in my opinion, that can set your community on fire if you do it right. I totally agree. Instagram is a great platform. How do you get people to follow you over there on Instagram? And how are you building your community there? Okay, so the answer to this question is not easy, straightforward, and do this and that will happen kind of answer. I want people to know that I've been on this platform over five years. I've done a lot of trial and error in terms of my posting strategy. And I finally have figured out the groove that works for Subi Zimmerman. So let me just break that down for you guys a little bit. So I have my personal account, which is where I show life as a successful small business owner in the city of Boston. And if you follow that, you will see me in the summer on Cape Cod because I live there in the summer. And then on my business account, the Instagram expert, that's where I teach daily Instagram tips, strategies, tactics every single day. I show up either in my stories, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, I'm sure, as the go-to person with knowledge around Instagram for growing a business. And I craft my posts and they take me a good 20 to 30 minutes each to do now. As of December, I've been spending a lot more time posting because there's a lot more competition on Instagram because it's grown so much. So I want to be known as the go-to resource for Instagram marketing for business. And when I say that, I want solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small agencies, businesses, dog walkers, people with niche industries to understand how to use Instagram to market. And with that, Madeline, really comes understanding your hashtag strategically, understanding a posting strategy that aligns with your business, your brand, your core values, and not copying what Gary Vaynerchuk is doing. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciate that because, you know, I think having a one of a kind brand that's very clear to the people who are following you is so important. And it's certainly how I got to know you. I, I started following you there following your stories, especially. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, um, just sort of how that worked out. But, you know, one of the things that I find really interesting is that balance, you know, especially with as many changes as are happening in Instagram all the time and Facebook Mm -hmm. and pretty much ad nauseum anywhere that you build your brand. Right, right. How do you kind of to balance that like right now. So you're talking about doing one or two stories, at one story a day, a couple so of posts. Great. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, Cammie, great question. So I have a team. I want everyone to know that because I think it's really important to be transparent. So a lot of what I'm able to do with the support from my team isn't necessarily what you can do. So you always need to think what you can do and the bandwidth that you have doing what you're doing. I am able to spend most of my day amplifying, promoting, and broadcasting our business in some way that gives value. And with that comes the ability to not only post strategically on social, specifically Instagram, but also to engage. And I really believe the gold is in the engagement, not in the posting. Yes, you have to have all those things I just mentioned. You have to have a great posting strategy, a hashtag strategy, and you have to have an overall brand strategy. But if you're just going to post and dash you're missing out in the community building aspect of the platform. And so I'm able to authentically comment and engage in every question and comment that I get, not only in my feed that lives on forever, but also in my stories, which blow up every day because I do stories on a regular basis. And so it is really 
the one-to-one conversation that leads to conversions. And when I say conversions, I'm not talking about money as soon as I have a conversation. I'm talking about building that trust so people want to do the thing, the call to action that I am requesting, whether it's go read my blog or you know join me in my new Facebook group or check out my new show or here's my new offering. I want them to feel that I'm leading with nurturing and nurturing is building that trust and nurturing is caring and listening and telling that one person what they need based on the way they're engaging with you. And it's not a tool that you can automate. It is not something you can systematize. It's something that you need to be keenly of and hyper-focused in to grow a successful business. I love that. I think that's great. And actually kind of a follow-up to that, if you don't mind, Madeline, is that, well, I mean, I was actually interacting with you this morning. I put a little comment on one of your happy, your happy van. And you said, and you were asking people to tag someone, I think, but I don't think I got that when I was reading through. And you came back and said, so who are you tagging? And I'm like, oh yeah, I was supposed to tag somebody. Then I tagged Madeline. But anyway, um, (laughs) wait, let's take a pause here for a second because it's a really good opportunity to teach. So I was walking in Cambridge yesterday. I had brunch with my husband and my daughter and her college roommate. And I saw that van on the street. We'll link it up in the show notes. I'll send you the URL to that post. And that van had emoji smiley faces all over it. How could I not stop and take a photo? So not only did I take a photo to share on Instagram, but I took a selfie with me in it. I'm going to tell you why in a second. So that van was on point with me and my business because I'm a happy entrepreneur. I smile a lot. I believe a smile is everything. And so that van was great content for me to share on my personal feed and just simply talk about smiles or the new black because it was on a black van. So the call to action is to tag someone to make you smile. Not Now, not everybody always sees that call to action because we're all so busy and we're all just scrolling on to the next thing. And so you as the content creator really need to tell people nicely in a way that's on point with you and your personality, what it is you actually want them to do. And so I was able to look and see who liked the post. So anyone that likes a post on Instagram, in my mind, that is someone that you can start a conversation with. They've endorsed the post. They like it. What did they like about it? If, if they didn't leave a comment, that's where I sometimes call people out. So they liked it, but they didn't drop a comment. Anyone that's dropped a comment, you know, obviously I give kudos and, a, and often it might just be an emoji back because that's all I have time for. But when someone's liked it and then they dashed, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what you do on Instagram. You literally tell me what it is you liked or leave a comment. I'm not going to let you get away with it. So I try to do that. And so with you, you might have dropped a comment or smiled or whatever, but you didn't read the whole description because you might have just liked the photo and that was enough. But I want to know who makes you smile. And why do I want to know who makes you smile? Because if they make you smile, chances are they're going to make me smile and I want them in my community. Does that make sense? I love that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was really perfect. I mean, it didn't feel like too pushy. It was really kind of cute. Like, oh, uh, oops, I messed up. I better go back and handle that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I called you out and you're (laughs) good. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Well, so, you know, speaking of like, you know, taking your community, building it up and then trying to convert them, how do you get people Mm -hmm. to take action and convert to a customer from Instagram? 
because, you know, we can't put links. In, you know, We can do a link in the profile, but we can't do the links in the post. Although we could put a bit.ly link and hope that people will go type it out. But how are you getting them to take action? Yeah. So there are a couple of places that you can convert the metal. And so if you have 10,000 followers or more on a business account, you can swipe drop up in the swipe up, but also in the Instagram direct messages, links are live. So if you have a real okay. conversation with someone and you are not leading with selling and they are interested in something, maybe it's a podcast episode. Maybe you just read something about them and it may, it reminded you of an interview that you did with someone else. And you said, I just love what you said. I want to share my latest podcast interview with you because I think you'll really appreciate X, Y, and Z. And so when you say it like that, it's what's in it for them, not what's in it for you. So when you drop it and you say what's in it for them, they are more likely to take action on whatever it is you want them to do. So you're right. You can only drop a live link in the bio. You can do it if you have 10,000 to swipe up, you can drop it in the Instagram direct message. And I love Instagram direct messaging when done right. And more importantly, you really need to nurture. Like I said earlier, you need to have a real conversation. If you're seeing someone for the very first time, it's not like then send them something to sell. <laughs> right. That's not what you do. You send them, you know, maybe you're like a consumer product and like bombast socks, which I love. I land there, I comment, and then they send me a 20% off if I purchased. Or what is the thing that's going to entice me to take the action that you want me to take based on my actions? And so you've got to kind of follow that customer enough or that person enough to know, do they qualify as a person that you really want to be attracting? And if so, you should be nurturing them further. And so the conversion doesn't happen, but if right away, but if you have a bio that's set up for success. If you post consistently great content, if you lead with giving value and you have an email that you want them to opt into a, a download and you nurture them over time, when you have something to sell, they are so much more likely to buy from you. Yeah. Love that. Thanks for sharing that. And Great insights. And that's really great because I mean, honestly, you know, I, that's, I think one of the biggest questions people have is how do you make that work? And it's so hard to grow a following on Instagram, yes. it is not an overnight thing at all. Um, right. Unless I guess you buy things, which is completely like out of, it's useless in my opinion. So, right. Yeah. But what about hashtags? Cause I know that's another way that people draw people in and I've tried different things like adding lots of hashtags, adding just a few hashtags. And, you know, sometimes it draws really people. You're like, Oh, I'm never using that hashtag again. It drew some people in here that I would not want. Um, yes. So kind of talk a little bit about hashtags and how you find the ones that make sense, because that's the language of Instagram, really. Mm -hmm. hashtags. So just, yeah. yeah, to let you go, you know, and all your listeners, subizimmerman.com slash HH is our hashtag handbook that took us hours and hours and hours to curate the best hashtags in 35 different niches that are all the most popular niches on Instagram. And we dug deep. So when I say dug deep, the riches are in the niches. You do not want to be using general hashtags, hashtags that have a lot of views. You want to find the ones that kind of match up to the number of likes that you're getting on your pictures, actually. So using hashtags that are location-based are really good. Hashtags that are event-related to events that you attend. Hashtags that you would want to follow because now you can follow hashtag hubs on Instagram. And so to everyone that thinks it's the right hashtag, I say, 
follow it, look and see what the content is being curated in that hashtag hub when you look and open up your news feed. And if you're like, oh, dang, this is not what I want to be curated in, then don't use that hashtag. So it's a really good way to test to see if the hashtag is right for you and your business simply by following it. I know which hashtags work best for me. I also know who I'm trying to attract. And you do not want to use any of the general ones or the popular ones because that only attracts spammy comments and spammy people and bots, which are slowly but surely going away. Is there a number of hashtags you recommend? I say use the ones that make the most sense for your business. According to lots of different articles, seven to 12 is typically the right amount once you've grown an account. And I say to everyone who's trying to actively grow an account and get to those 10,000 followers so you have that swipe up feature, use all 30 if they're the right ones. It's not even what's the rule. It's what you're doing. Is it right? Like, does it make sense? Is There's no right way to do Instagram. It's the best way for, to grow your business in a way that's authentic to you and your business. Well said. I love that. It's a great answer. Because people are always asking, like, how many hashtags should I do? And you you really hit it on on the head there with that. That's the best way to go about it. Experiment. See what works. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And then, so kind of bringing that around, how are the different various features of Instagram? You were talking about the new things, you know, live stories, highlights. Um, Highlights were a new one for me. I was like, wow. I I, love highlights. Highlight the other day. I was super excited about that. Yeah, I love that Instagram basically announces a new feature every week. So when I go into my VIP Facebook group for my course, Ready, Set, Graham, I always have something new to talk about. (laughs) It's like, thank you, Instagram. And I'm still teaching five years later because you are always evolving and changing and making this a better place for everyone. So I love that. And so I am that entrepreneur that likes to be the first one to try everything. Madeline knows this about me from my Periscope days and just liking to be on video and trying blab and all the latest things going on social. And so I am really comfortable on video. Obviously, I wasn't comfortable when I first started video, like everyone else, we all start somewhere. But I use, I'm going to talk about the features that I use, and then I'm going to really break it down so everyone can follow the system, Subi system. So I love highlights, the new highlight feature. And of course, I branded mine on both my personal and my business because I wanted them to stand out in a branded way. Highlights sit right below your bio and right above your feed. It is the best real estate on Instagram. So if you're not strategically thinking about what the highlights should be for your business, you really should take a look and think about what they are. So for me, I have my blog, I have tips, I have my show, and then I have Meet Subi. Because guess what, you guys? There are almost a billion people on Instagram. And if your avatar is a logo, that's not going to cut it. They want to meet you, the business owner behind the brand. So I want people to know who I am. So I've got a highlight based on that. And then I've got my free download to my guide that gets you going on Instagram. And then I have my latest blog post and my new show, The Social Sip, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But basically, here's what I do. Every time we drop content, because content is everything. If you want to be known as the influencer, educator, go-to person or leader or expert in your niche, you need to be creating good content every day. And it needs to live on your website, not just on social media. So we do blog posts and every other week we do my live show. This is now our content. And so our goal once a week when we drop our 
content, we treat it like a launch. So I'm going to just break down our blog day. Blog day, all hands on deck, the whole SBZ team. We send out an email to our list. It's warm. We know that those people are more likely to share it on social, tweet it, Facebook, and hopefully write a comment on our blog as to what they learned. And then a couple hours later, that's when we start sharing on social. And after the YouTube video, because in my blog, I have a YouTube video component that goes, that's a part of it. So we want thumbs up on YouTube. We want comments on YouTube. We want comments on the blog. And then I start sharing on social. Social is Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and I do Instagram. So on blog day, I do an animated GIF post that's branded by my graphic designer. So you know, it's a blog post. It's an animated GIF. And every blog day at 9 p.m. EST, I go live on Instagram. It used to be I'd go live on Periscope. I go live on Instagram because Instagram's my jam and that's where I can go live. The best part about going live on Instagram for me now is the dual broadcast feature. Because before nine o'clock at night, I reach out to two to three people and ask them if they want to be on my show to be live based on my blog content And I talk about how they can add additional exclusive, the operative word here is exclusive content to the blog. So what I share on my live broadcast is not literally talking about everything in the blog. It's talking about things that are like ninja tips. And so there's this whole fear of missing out if you don't tune in because it goes away in 24 hours. So now I have conditioned my audience to tune in live. I get about two to three three to 400 people on live. And then after the course of the 24 hour period, I probably have upward to a thousand people who have watched that live. So that helps get more traffic to my website, to my blog that we can then retarget with Facebook ads. That's awesome. Pretty awesome. Thanks. Ninja. That was, thanks for breaking that all down. (laughs) That's what, and by the way, you'll appreciate this. When I spoke at a mastermind, Ryan Dice's mastermind in Mexico, and I taught that at my workshop, one of the partners, Richard, was slacking his team. And he's like, why isn't Subi speaking this year at TNC? And they're like, she, he's like, she's brilliant. She just broke down her blog strategy. And they're like, wait, we need to get her on stage. And so I am speaking because they asked me to speak and I made it work. I'm speaking on a panel, but they heard that breakdown and they're like, that is gold. <laughs> we need you on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I have a quick yeah. question. I want to go back to stories. You know, so many people I talk to are like, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to post. They don't have a problem posting on Instagram, but like stories, they just have this issue. So like, what do you tell someone? Like, let's talk about like a head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a marketer. Number one, one, either they're not comfortable on video or number two, they just can't think enough about what would someone appreciate learning or seeing from me throughout my day. So it might just be behind the scenes. It might be just, it needs to be something that they can't expect to see somewhere else. It is the exclusive content that goes away. It's not literally, I don't know what to do in my feed because I just posted on Instagram and you don't want to be doing heavy graphics and boring posts in your stories just to do stories and check it off your list. You got to figure out what your voice is. For me, oh my gosh, it's where I have my own frigging TV channel every day. (laughs) I love it. And I love being able to show my true personality. In fact, if you guys go watch, you know, the story I have queued up right now, it's all driving traffic right to my new Facebook group, Warm Up to B-School, but there was no video of me on it. 
And so I just did a clip with me talking about how important it is if you're going to do something promotional in your stories with highly curated graphics, you really should get on on a video and bring the juice with your personality, like give it to them with the passion and not the heavy graphics because anyone can curate heavy graphics. But I want to hear your voice. I want to see your eyes. I want to see your smile. And I want to hear that you are the real friggin' deal. And it's just not someone creating stuff for you. It's you, you know? Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So tell us about this new Facebook show you're doing called The Social Sip on Wednesdays at 1230 Eastern. Yeah. So I decided in year five of teaching Instagram that I don't just teach Instagram folks. I actually make more money coaching and teaching business strategies. And so we realized that we had to create something around that part of my personality and what I love doing, which is really helping people make money. I've always been able to make money. I've had 18 businesses and my first million dollar business when I was 22. So making money hasn't been a challenge. What's the challenge is just keeping all my ideas intact and launching them when it's the right time. So I wanted to do a show or a podcast for a long time, but my team, we just couldn't handle the bandwidth and we don't want to just do something to do it. We want to go all in. So it took us a year to plan the social sip and it took us a long time to come up with the name, which I am obsessed with because everyone's always sipping on something, right? And hashtag sipster. So I've got all these great hashtags <laughs> around. I got all these great hashtags around this around the show. But more importantly, it is a high energy, fast paced 30 minutes with segments. So we have an episodes that are going to be a series. This Wednesday is my third episode and we have segments. So segments like would you rather and then my top three picks. And then we have a theme for every single show, which we manage in our Trello boards and on Slack. And we make sure that we have time to prepare for it. And we, you know, nothing's cold turkey like it used to be when I pressed play on Periscope. And we want people to walk away with being able to take action on what I'm teaching. And we have links that we're sharing and dropping for resources and the like. So I get off that show and I feel like I just ran like 10 miles. I'm like, it is so fast paced and fun. And there's energy, there's people listening and sharing and commenting. And it's really exactly what I wanted to do. And it feels so good to have it be out there on my business Facebook page. That's great. I'm so glad you're doing that. Yeah. So it's every other week, every other Wednesday. We didn't, you know, again, it's part of our content. So every other week we do a blog. Every other week it's the social sip. It shakes things up. I'm holding a branded mic because I don't want to look like everyone else on the on Facebook doing a live show. And I'm actually standing and not sitting. And it's done in a different setting than people are used to seeing me in. So we thought long and hard about it. And also when I travel, I have a light. I bought a diva light to travel with. I bought a mic to travel with. I bought the branding because we want some consistency as well. No, that's great. I mean, that branding is really important. We actually talk about branding a lot on the show yeah. and how important that is to like, make sure you people know what you're talking about each time you come out. And I like the idea that you're breaking up what you're doing because it's a growth off of what you've already done. So I like that you're saying that for our audience, because if you're out there, you start with one thing, but it doesn't mean you have to stick with that one thing forever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Right. We all evolve. We all change. We're entrepreneurs. That's the name of the game. I'm really nimble. I know when to morph and move into an area that's opportunistic. 
And I know live video is everything and that people love learning from me because I tell it as it is. I don't sugarcoat anything. And I have a lot of experience. I have a lot of wisdom from all the businesses that I've had. So why not share that in a way that will help other people? So it's a nice twist to, you know, I don't talk about Instagram on the show. So it's really different and fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you have like absolutely dropped a bomb on our audience here and we've filled up all the time just like that. I can't believe it. We could talk like all day. I know it. (laughs) At the end of every single one of our episodes, we have a call to action. That's part of what we do. We want to make sure people are in action at all times. So one of the things that we wanted to do is perhaps maybe for an action item is to get people to come and listen to one of your, the social sip episodes on your Facebook page. So could you tell them how they can do that? Sure. So we can totally link up the, what we like to do, and this is another thing that people can learn from our strategy is we have a landing page specifically for the social sip for people to join, to subscribe, to get an email notification every time we go live with the details of that week's show. And then there's also the option to give us your phone number so you can get a text notice. I don't know about you guys, but I don't go into my inbox as much as I used to. I have someone else on my team do that. So I love, I love text notifications because I will notice a text and I will look at a text. I'll be like, oh yeah, the social sip is starting in five, 10 minutes. I got to go listen. So, so that's how you get notifications. And I'll share that link with you. It sits on my Facebook page, Subi Zimmerman. So please like that page, turn on notifications. Every time I go live, you will see it pop up on Facebook. That's awesome. And then once you do that and you listen to one episode, we want you to share one of the things that you learned from the show um, with us, with Madeline and I, either on Twitter or on in our Facebook group. And as you all know, we have a private Facebook group and we will actually have some other tips that Subi is really nicely going to share with us, but yeah. you have to be a part of the group to hear those tips. So make sure yeah. you sign up for the group and come in and share something that you've learned from this episode or from the social sip once you've listened to it. So we are so glad that you came today and um, thank you yeah, so much. So I, have a, I love what you're oh. doing, you guys. I love all these call to actions. I want to just tell you one more step that I think you should add. I think you should add a hashtag that's relevant to the episode for people to use when they're commenting so that you guys can track all that. You know what I mean? That's there a great idea. So like, we have for, been like, schooled by the Subi. Well, you just even just use, you know, hashtag Subi live or, you know, hashtag Subi sip with Subi or you guys can make it up. But I think it's a great idea. The thing about call to actions is you want them to be so easy and obvious so that people don't get confused. So you're telling everyone to listen to a show and then go to your private group to leave a comment. We should do a graphic so they can leave the comment under the graphic for that. Right. Or do you already do that? You have a graphic for the show. Yeah, we can do that. Yes, we do that every time we put the show up. So. Perfect. Yeah, and then I, I'm happy to comment and answer any questions if you guys need me to engage with that at all. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I love it, you guys. Good CTAs. Yeah, thank cool. you for being on our show. We really appreciate your time today. I loved it. This is really fun, you guys. Thank you. Hey, this is Madeline, and I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website, at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. 
and also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CammieChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cami through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Thank you.